curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything, Mr. Curiosity. Alrighty, folks, I am Mr. C. Sean, you like that? I'm going with Mr. C instead of Mr. Curiosity. Absolutely not. <laughs> All right. We'll go with Mr. Curiosity. Joe Snedeker, another podcast. Now, next to me is a woman with a T, a green shirt on. I think born in the early 80s. I will neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> I think working here since 10, 12 years ago all these things i'm gonna find out with you folks i know her she's got a cubicle next to mine she's been separated from me for years because of a different shift she's back for the last year who is this strange person give it to me this is where you're supposed to say something my name <laughs> it's sarah it's sarah, sarah she's here we're gonna do a little brown bag monday okay but we're also gonna find out about you this enigma on the morning news with us Right? I, would, I wouldn't call myself an enigma, but sure. Here's why I'm thinking enigma. Um, unfortunately or fortunately, I don't know, you tell me. The morning team. Oh, Tom, he can have a personality. Mindy, she can have a personality. Joe, he can be a goofy guy in the backyard. But when you're a reporter. Right. It's more difficult. Oh, it is more difficult. Yeah. Because I do, I do very serious stories a good deal of the time. And so I have to, people are always like, why do you smile more? Well, I do really serious stories about really, sometimes really awful things. So, um, yeah, I can't really have much of a personality. That's I just have the to problem. Give so you that's the why I say, you know, it's like you're a team member, but yet, it's you, hard. Know, yeah, it's a, you know what I mean? This is where we get to know Sarah B. This is where she tells us her personal details. She, she vomits information in the next half hour, 45 minutes. Ew, but yeah, okay. <laughs> sure. And we'll do some Brown Bag Monday, too. All right, first of all, how many of those stats did I get right? Were you born in the 80s? I was born in the 80s. You don't want to say a year? Uh, I'd prefer not to. Okay, see, the ladies in their birth the year. The ladies, Sean, yeah. what's with that? The ladies, they don't want to give their age. That's fine by me. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. <laughs> well, I was back. born in 1966, so... Okay. All right, so anyway, uh, when did you start here? I started, so I've been here for 13 and a half years. I wasn't that far off. No, I said you about were a right dozen. on. Yeah. Get out of here. Yep. Now, do you remember back then coming here and, and, and maybe that first impression, I don't know, of I WNEP, remember, that first day you walked in the building sure. to get a tour or whatever? So I remember coming here and our building is like a labyrinth. And I remember thinking, I'm never going to find my way out of here. Are you serious? It was, well, it's for, for somebody who's never been here before. It's a lot of winding hallways and whatnot. Catacombs? Um, sure. Let's call it that. <laughs> and, uh, and, and just meeting the people and the reporters, like just being sort of in awe of all of the experience that was, that's here. And the people who've stayed here for quite some time and meeting them and them all being really nice and really personable. And so, yeah, it was a good impression. Would you say like sap oozing out of a maple tree, sap of, 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 uh, why are you giving me that look? I, I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> you it's such it a bizarre oozing. metaphor. You said it was oozing with, with personality and, and personality. experience yes. and heritage. Sure. There it all was. Yeah. All right. So you're born in the early 80s. I'm going to guess 83. I'm just going to throw that out there. So um, who's your mom? Where's she at? Uh, my mom is Pam Bynowski, and, and she, she lives right. No, she lives in Why Missing in Berks County. No, I'm saying when you were born, where is she carrying? Oh, you? I see. Okay, so uh, we were in New Mexico at the time. What? Wait. Here's your pregnant mother with you <laughs> right. in New Mexico. In New Mexico, early '80s. Yeah, walking around with you. Sure. There's your dad there, hand in hand. Yeah. 
They're in the desert. Hot air balloon festival, whole nine yards. What? Yeah. <laughs> they went every year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you emerge. Uh, sure. And you're in New Mexico. I'm in Roswell, New Mexico. Bro. Folks. Oh, by the way, you can hit this thing <laughs> oh, whenever I get carried away. Bell. Listen. Nice. I like that it. That means shut up, Snedeker. Okay. Okay. So there you are in Roswell, New Mexico. We right. won't even, we won't take the, the, the obvious joke there. The I'm obvious alien take, joke. I'm not going to take mm-hmm. that. Okay. So there you are, an alien to this new world. Right. In Roswell, New Mexico. Thought we weren't going a there, newborn, but sure. <laughs> A newborn um, baby right. crying, covered in mucus. Okay. W- what's the status? Of what's happening? Your dad's this, your mom's that, you have siblings. What's happening? I have two older brothers, and um, I'm the first girl. And then I, I have a younger brother and a younger sister. They were born later. Oh, so this is quite a big family. Sure. And um, my father is a psychologist, and he was doing um, uh, doctoral work. He was actually visiting with Charles Manson in California at the time to Weird. do some work. And my mom is in nursing school um, at the University of New Mexico. And they're in their 20s, 30s at the time? I don't know. Yeah, uh, late 20s. And he, so I think you told me a little bit about this, but I'm curious. Yeah. So your dad is doing what with Chucky? So he was um, a psychologist I call him Chucky. and a do you? <laughs> <laughs> I find that Charles inappropriate, Manson. but okay. No, I'm just, just um, he he was a psychologist and a criminologist, and um, just I think did work with. He worked in the prison system for a while too, while I was growing up. It was just. He was just interested in that sort of thing. I don't know specifically, you yeah, know. But he had to be an elite individual to get that that duty. My dad was a smart guy for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do, do the, any of your parents, or grandparents, have uh, relations to the Northeast here, Pennsylvania? They do. Oh! My whole family from the Northeast. From oh, I didn't Pennsylvania. know. Okay. My parents just moved out to New Mexico on their own, so we don't have family out there. My godparents are still there. Oh. Um, and then my grandparents started to get sick and uh, pass away, and so we moved back to Berks County, which is where my family all is. So you, so if it weren't for that, right? Would you ever ever seek the Northeast? Do you think? I don't know. I mean, my parents weird? loved it out there. They loved it out there, and I think they would have stayed there. And I, um, yeah. So I don't know. So you're growing up through your uh, early years, teenage years, all in New Mexico. No, I oh. uh, moved back to Pennsylvania when I was about five. Or six. Memories I didn't just speak English formed. at the time. Yeah, crazy. You barely remember New Mexico then. Yeah. Nothing. No, just pictures. Just pictures. So you're a Pennsylvania girl. Yeah, for there sure. you are. Yeah. Berks County. Berks County. Why right missing? Right down the road. Mm-hmm. Not and far. So you go to elementary school. I guess you're, oh, you're private school. No. Oh, look no. at her. Look no. at the spoon in her mouth. It's all. Oh, That's Sorry. A, yep. sorry. <laughs> Public school. <laughs> okay. I went to uh, Why Missing Area High School. I graduated from there. Get out. Um, you know, great school. Great place to grow up. So now it's the 90s. When you were in high school, do you think, I want a job in, I want to follow in my dad's footsteps. I want to go. No. No. So my best friend growing up from third grade on, her family owns the Reading Eagle, the newspaper in town. And um, I wanted to do that so desperately and would, like on career days and things like that, I would follow her dad. She wanted to be a psychologist. She followed my dad. So um, no, I always knew I wanted to write I wanted to be a writer first. Um, I, I knew I wanted to write, and then I, I really got into the journalism aspect of it pretty early. So you knew that. Teenager, I'm going to be a yeah. journalist. I want to go into whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, periodicals, writing, TV, radio, something where you're disseminating information, telling stories. Yes. I didn't think TV right away. I okay. really thought writing. I thought I'd newspapers, magazines, that kind of thing. 
So there you are in Pennsylvania. Um, did you know of when you were like, I'm, I'm, this is a dumb question, 10th, 11th, 12th grade, did you ever even hear of Newswatch 16, WNEP? No. I didn't. No, no right? I didn't. That's just south of our coverage area. Sure. So we had the Philadelphia stations down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. Uh, now there's, there's another station down there as well. But yeah, we watched the Philly stations growing up. And then here's the thing maybe our listeners don't know, because I have zero, you probably noticed this, journalism background. <laughs> Why are you making that face? I'm not making a face. I'm, I'm a science guy. I'm drinking tea. All right. They all brag about their Syracuse oh, here education. We, here we go. That's first of the all, journalism school. I went to Syracuse. No. First of all, no one. I have never met anybody who is so pompous and ridiculous and uses, I went to Syracuse. <laughs> Nobody says that. Well, it is a well-known journalism school, It's a well-known school, journalism school. There's quite a few great journalism schools. There happen to be a bunch of Syracuse grads here. Um, at NEP. Maybe that's why, because of the few that I are think here. so, yeah. And they're proud of it. I'm just messing with you. We are proud of it. I'm messing with you. We are proud of it. But you did choose that? As a, like, What made you choose? I did. Your, look at this. If I were to plot your life, it's, it's New Mexico. It's South Central Pennsylvania. It's Syracuse. Mm-hmm. I'd see a trend. I'd say, oh my goodness, her next stop She's is heading New- north, Canada. She's going to Nova Scotia. Yes. She's going to Great Britain. I never made it to Nova Scotia. She's, she's going to the uh, former Soviet Union. She's on her way. Yeah, she's no, moving northeast. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say the former Soviet Union. That <laughs> Just was, Russia, that Siberia. That wasn't my trajectory, right? <laughs> okay. um, so I went to Syracuse, um, <laughs> a great school. I wanted to go there because it was it was top ranked when I was in high school. So that is why. But you chose. Yeah. You, you did you think I want to get away from my parents? I want to no. go far away. I want to stay home. What were you thinking? I wanted to get out. Of, I, I wanted to get out of Berks County. I wanted to experience uh, some other place. So I knew okay. I wanted to go to, away to school. Right. So, um, yeah, so I chose Syracuse, and it was a great fit, and I loved it. I loved my time there. Great city, great people, great school. Met my so husband there. So there you are, immersed in – oh, met your husband there. Ooh. I did, yeah. Like, uh, Let's leave the, him out of this for a little while. The 10th day of school, but okay. <laughs> oh, so, so as soon as you got there, you're like, this is what I love. Passionate, absorbing the information, learning journalism. Yeah. When I was a sophomore, I started working professionally, and that was uh, – and that was great. It was really yeah. fun. And it was in radio at first. Are you a party animal up there? Is no. There, there... No, I'm serious. I'm like waking up at 8 o'clock in the morning, working full time and going to school full time. So no, no partying really. No partying. Not really, no. So so it's now 83, 93. Oh, here we go. It, two, <laughs> I wish I it's just in knew, the 2000s. I just knew the dates. We don't need dates. The... <laughs> 2000. Uh, well, I'm trying to place my life relative to yours. I, I always like to think of what I was doing when this person was doing that. It gives me some type okay, of Okay, so think the first 10 years of 2000, the first decade of the 2000s. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I started here full-time in 99, and you okay. were just this little grasshopper. I was a grasshopper at that point, yes. That's all we'll say. Okay. Locust? No. Grasshopper. 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 Cute little cricket? Adorable. Adorable. All right. Then it's time to find a job. Right. You got the diploma. You got the mortar hat on. You're well, graduating. I was working before I graduated, so I didn't need to find a job. I had a job. Thanks. Was I was really lucky. Um, when I was a sophomore, I started working at a news radio station in Syracuse called WSYR. And I was there for a week before they promoted me to reporter and anchor just because somebody else left. So like your senior year in college, you're doing this? No, I'm a sophomore. You're a sophomore. Mm-hmm. So I started working, and it's funny because I started working there, and then I was working full-time while I was in school, and then I got, they wanted me to do the morning drive. They wanted me to anchor the morning drive while I was in school. So like this kind of a shift that I currently work, um, I just couldn't do it. Like I couldn't wake up that early and then go to do all my classes and stuff. Yeah, but to me, that sounds like 
the, the golden opportunity when you're in college and someone says you can have this job, you'd be like, I'll do whatever it takes. I don't have to sleep. I don't have to eat. Of course I'll take this. I, I mean, I worked I worked full time, but I didn't want that morning drive shift at that point, yeah. at that point. And I knew I wanted to move on to TV. So I worked at SYR. I started interning at a bunch of stations up there. And, what kind um, of station was that? Television stations. No, before, when you said you didn't take the morning gig. I, that, was, that was the news radio station. News radio. Yep. So it was just, just... It was news radio. I'd be anchoring in the morning. Wait, let me uh, illustrate drive. that. No, it was... No, there was great energy there. And like, that was sort of the... Hey, news radio. Hey, it was interesting to a journalist. I guess. We didn't talk about like... I'll never understand you people. Clouds and stuff. <laughs> okay, so you turn that down. And uh, by the way, when you go to New Mexico and then you go to Reading, even though you don't remember your New Mexico years, now the Syracuse climate, the snow belt, the horrible winters, the lake effect snows. Did you hate yourself? You know what? Everybody makes so much of that. And the thing is, is that up there, that is no big deal to them. Oh, I know. A you foot adapt, of snow, two learn. feet of snow. I get that. I know. But they, for they to you, no, it didn't bother you. Not at all. No, not at all. I loved it, actually. Are you a winter hater? Like even no, now? I'm not no. a winter hater. Mm-mm. I love the seasons. Oh, see, that's I have relatives why... in California. They live in northern uh, central California, and I couldn't uh, live out there. I love to visit, but I need I need the seasons. Like I need, yeah. So do you get around January, February? You're like, give me spring already, and then you boom, a high of 13. Oh, more snow. Oh, the sun. I haven't seen it in five days. You can't take it anymore. <laughs> no, that's me. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> you, no, you went on quite a like... tangent there. No, that was all you. <laughs> Where were you? You're know. looking Pull for a job. So what's your right. first job? So I work in news radio. And then right after I graduated early, because I was lucky and went into college with some credits. And so I graduated early. And then um, I got a job right in Syracuse at a TV station. And um, they wanted me to be a full-time MMJ, which is, uh, for people who don't know, like a one-man band. Like I do my own photography. I do my own editing, my own writing, everything. And I got a bureau in Cortland, New York. I was also simultaneously a f- the news director and anchor of a radio station. So I had to do both of those things at the same time. And I remember them saying, like, we've never, never done anything like this before. We don't know if it's going to work. And it did work. And it was really fun. It was, I mean, you work really, really hard and long hours and you're on call constantly. But it was a great experience, a great learning experience. And it was so fun. It was and so you're fun. moving south now. The turn happens. Right. But then, I mean, then and then I got a morning job in at the same station they switched me to to be the morning reporter and so i went right to syracuse there so you're this young punk i wouldn't say punk no (laughs) i'm a rule follower i'm a young rule follower wearing a blazer you're a punk you're in your 20s you're full of energy enthusiasm you're out to conquer the world i can do anything you take this job you're loving it love it you meet your your boyfriend up there well, I met him freshman year of college. But yeah, at that point, he was my husband. We got married right at, I had just graduated college. Whoa! I know. You meet Young. him. You meet him when now? It's your freshman year. It's my year. freshman year. He, this guy's the man of your dreams. Man of my dreams. Mm-hmm. You have to say that kind of stuff because everyone's going to listen to this. It's true. Um, he had transferred from RIT, which is a school in Rochester. Very he's, familiar with he's that, He's from yes. upstate New York. And he happened to be on my floor in my dorm. And so we met the first, really the first week of school. Cheesy come on lines? No, he, uh, we all, we all went out to play basketball together Yeah, and, um, I don't see you playing basketball. I'm a basketball player. That's right. You're kind of tall. And what um, are you, the junk person in the back shooting the threes? Really? Seriously. (laughs) So he misses, he misses a layup and falls on me while I'm sitting along the wall. That's what happens. (laughs) Okay. That was the moment. 
the fall that in the was lap. the moment and then and then after i graduate we got married on campus he got his master's degree we stayed in syracuse we loved it so how far after graduation? You're it, only 22 you get married? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, right. I didn't I mean, know that. Like, like two months later. I mean, that's not necessarily early. I mean, It's pretty early in this day and age. So, yeah. Whoa. The things we learn here on Mr. Curiosity. I didn't know that. So he's a, he's a what major up there? So he uh, double majored in policy studies and uh, political science, and then he got his master's in public administration. Nice guy. Very nice guy. Handsome guy. Handsome guy. Tough guy. Mm, I mean, I guess. I don't. I feel like you boss him around, and I never even met wow. this guy. No. <laughs> what were you There's wow. equal opportunity bossing. Okay, all right. I'm just going by my marriage, maybe. All right, so. Uh, um, <laughs> Poor Don. <laughs> Poor Don. Um, you're married. He's got a job. You got a job. You're in Syracuse. Everything's going good. Yeah. Why do you seek job uh, employment elsewhere? Well, I mean, when you. When you have your first job, you're looking for you're looking for the next thing, right? Yeah. Not many people stay with their first job. Um, uh, I remember just because my family lives down this way, so we would always drive through Syracuse or Scranton to get to my homestead in Berks County. And I remember my husband Wait, saying, "I love this." So yeah, you're right. So traveling 81 yeah. south, you cut right through yep. Scranton on mm-hmm. your way, and and what? And you- my husband says to me, "I'm looking for jobs, and I'm interviewing at different places like Charlotte and all over." And he said. Just not in Scranton, because he, every time we drove down the interstate, we would hit a tremendous pothole in the Scranton area. One time, like, flattened a tire. Just It was always something odd happened in this area. And it was crazy, because I'm like, guess where? I got a job off. So your only knowledge, really, of Scranton is it's passed through, and right. you get flat tires yep. and stuff. That's yep. really it. You didn't... The office, is that even on TV now no. at this point? No. No, so that's this not is, on. You have no little to no knowledge of Scranton. Right. If someone said Scranton, well, you, I mean, from Berks County, you know of it. What do you yeah. think? Old, old coal area? I what didn't do you have think? any impression of no it. No impression. No impression. But it was, and then I got the job here, and it, it's kind of equidistant between our families. Yeah. Which works perfectly, so it's great. So now it's mid-2000s. Mid late two thousands, right. you get a job here. Yeah, your second or third big job. This is my second job. Second job. Mm-hmm. That day you came here, besides all the catacombs mm-hmm. and the impressive individuals you met. Yes, you 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 liked it. The interview. You're I like, I want to work here. Felt good about it. Yeah, felt good about it. I'm not it. saying like I'm surprised. I'm just wondering what was going through your mind. Yeah, that was. I mean, did you think I want Philly? I want New York. Well, I want Mon- I want Manhattan. My plan was. To stay here for two years and go to Philly. You <laughs> lily pad jumper. But I mean, I'm from closer to Philly. And so that was the market I grew up watching. And that's where I wanted to be. But then I then I started having babies. So that, changed, like, that changed your perspective. You say it like, like you're a queen ant. And you're in the well. I have four the tunnel, and you're just no, no. But then I had my first child. You know, Sean knows. You know, you have that first baby, and like everything changes. Everything changes. Whole I've had... perspective of life changes. Yeah, priorities change. Everything changes. So at that point, I was like, Do I really want to work? I had friends working in the city. One of I actually had a job offer in Philly, and I I thought to myself, like, Do I really? want to drive on the Google Expressway every day? Do I want to have that commute? Do I want to pay that much money for, you know, that square footage? I didn't know that I wanted to do that. And so, and this was such a, this is such a great place to live. Like it really is. It is. It, and here you have this great company you're working with. Number one. Right. Owned by prestigious corporate entities. You got a good gig. You meet great people like yeah. me here. You're like, I got to stay I had here. to stay for Joe <laughs> is what I thought to myself. 
And that's what I did. No, um, we we bought a house. We we have friends here. Our kids are in, and at this point, my kids are in school now. And I don't want to. I don't want to uproot them. I don't want to move no, away. Yeah, four so, kids in how long? Um, four kids under the age of seven. My oldest was seven when my fourth was born. Did you ever see the movie Aliens, the second one, where they have the queen and she's down yeah. low? And yeah, that's she, not me, but yes. She's just sitting there and they, she has that long, like, it's called, I think, a, a, like an ova tube and just... I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. Well, the eggs were just flying out is what no, I'm saying. No, they weren't just flying out. <laughs> no, that's I mean, not the movie. I'm just okay. Like, so, so you have... You have uh, four kids. I had four three kids. in th- four years, so yeah. I know it's it's crazy. It is crazy. I think we're all victims of almost like forces that we can't even control. Because I think back now, why did I have three kids in four years? Well, and but it seemed normal at the time. Like, of course, well, hey, keep them coming. Yeah, sure. But yeah, I mean, you're you look, in you're in that zone of like know, insanity yeah. and no. exhaustion and stuff, and it's just like, man, what's one more? You yeah, I mean? no, I got you. We I always know. wanted four kids, so we got. And you then know, you see people with one kid, and they think, oh, my God, I can't handle this. There's so much stress. And then you have two or three or four, and you're like. I know. My brother and sister-in-law just had their first baby. Oh, They no. have an all-white couch. Their house is pristine. See, you can look I'm just and waiting. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> waiting for the explosion. <laughs> I, it's just sitting back quietly. And they're like, oh, well, you know, couldn't get out for X, Y, Z today. I, I was like, good luck, friend. You know. You know. And I hate to say this, but when you get to my age and you have three kids in college, now one is out. You look back at the stage where I hear people like you talking about your little problems. Yeah, and then you'll see when your mind you're like they they're not even problems. No, like oh no 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 I know and like he's everyone not says going that. potty at the right time and it's not. To clarify, everyone in my house is going potty at the right time. But okay, but you I know get, what I, I mean. get your point. Little yeah. kids, little problems. Big, big kids, kids, big, big problems. problems yeah. Right. But you can't know until you go on to the next step. So right. that person that you were laughing out with one child, they won't know what it's like to have they four. Don't and, and, and no, no, they don't know. No, no, you can't explain parenthood to somebody. You can't. You have to experience it. You have to experience it for yourself. I love it. So here you are in Northeastern PA, working here over a dozen years, yeah. loving it. Four kids. Yeah. Uh, on this podcast, starting a new podcast in a week. Yeah. This week, something's I'm, going I'm on. I'm very excited. So um, I'm starting a podcast called Parent Pod, and it's just a place to talk about different parenting experiences and issues. I'm not an expert by any means. Um, I'm living the chaotic life like everybody else and just trying to learn as I go. But um it's, it'll be a place for us to talk about different issues and different things going on and have questions and have experts come on and, and share some experiences and just kind of like hash things out as parents. And I think I think a lot of people would be interested in that. And, and uh, yeah, I'm really excited. It's going to be fun. You should have Sean, who's here with us, and yeah. me there. We're like the guy perspective on all this. So I want to we'll, have, I mean, Sean will be there, I we'll think. We'll be the dad perspective. Yes, and I, I'm going to need a dad perspective to reel me in when I'm on some <laughs> kind of a rampage about the 5,700 Legos that I vacuumed up while my husband wasn't vacuuming that day. You know what I mean? So oh, here it comes. It's starting, Sean. You hear? Yeah. Well, um, I always thought uh, the whole Lego thing, um, when you step on a Lego. Broke a toe stepping on a Lego. Is it more painful than childbirth? No. Is it close? No. I, no. Who told you that? I heard that from someone. They compared the Is two. it a man who said yeah, that? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I bet it was. So it's not even close? No. One of those sharp ones? I stepped on a sharp one. I broke my, I heard my toes snap. Is it like steady Lego stepping for 20 minutes or you can't even It's not a pit it. of Legos. I'm not walking over a pit of Legos. <laughs> no, but the, it's one right. of those middle of the night, you're tired kind of a thing. You're walking through the dining room and boom, you're stepping on like a piece of Iron Man's whatever. No comparison to pregnancy, no. to giving birth. Oh my God, no. 
No. Will we ever know? Is there any way you can get us to understand that? No, I mean, they have those simulators that they put on, but that can't be legitimate. I mean, that's not all that. Oh, you mean the weight that. belt and yeah, stuff? Yeah, those belts yeah, that no, they put on. Yeah, no, we need someone... No, I mean, but they, the plug those, mu- they plug those in and they give you muscle spasms. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so you're supposed to feel the contractions, but... Is that right? There's nothing to make you feel what it feels that like. That actual moment. To, yeah. to give birth, no. And then you, you kind of forget because you do it again? Like I you, think it's a biological thing. I know. Like from the science it. perspective, I think you forget so that you'll have more. <laughs> because if you remembered that moment, I don't know if people No, I know. I know. All yes. the kids they have. I had really good experiences, though, so all good. Well, I had the same thing with my in-laws. I forget... The visits, and then I can do it again the following year. You know what I mean? I can't safely comment on this <laughs> subject. I'm going to stay out of it. I'm just kidding. I love them. All right. So um, here you are. We uh, we were, I, I don't want to say we were kind of close, but there was a closerness to us when? Is that like 10 years ago? And then you were taken away from me. I was. So I worked a day shift, and we would see each other in the morning. Yeah, we'd and laugh. We, we had yeah. Yeah, good experiences in the morning. We talked. Where you sit close to each other. Um, that was probably ten years ago. And then you left my shift. I did. And you did the evening shift. I did and the there was shift. years where I never even saw you. I know. Well, I had to do that because my kids were really little, and I wanted to do. You have to do stay home with them during the day, preschool, yep. half day kindergarten, no, I that get kind you. of thing. So then, um, and now they're getting a little bit older. My youngest is in preschool, and I was missing everything. So I needed. I, I'm so grateful. I'm working on the morning shift. Right. Now. So so. It was just a year ago, around? Yeah, it's been a year. That you said to our management, I want to be more uh, home with the kids. Mm -hmm. Could we probably work out some new schedule in the morning team? Yes, and they were so accommodating and awesome. And I'm so appreciative. And it's so funny because people would ask me, oh, well, you're not going to sleep at all. And I was like, do you have kids? I haven't slept in a dozen years. (laughs) Uh, it's, but it's, it works out perfectly. I'm on their schedule. They go to bed early. I go to bed early. Uh, it's perfect it's for perfect. kids. I always say that. But a so lot of, of the listeners don't know that we all wake up in the middle of the night. They it just is, see us on the yeah. news. Some people wake up at seven and they see us and they don't realize we're coming in at three, four in the morning. Yeah. I, I wish one day someone would, I mean, I wish and I don't. Someone would have a camera in that newsroom when we stagger in here yeah. at three o'clock in the morning. I, I look like the walking dead. You wouldn't recognize me. I'm just a hot mess. Um, no, but yeah, we come in, we come in really early. So right. we wake up at like two in the morning. Right. So, so here you joined us over a year ago. Do you, do you no regrets? You like it? No, I love the waking it. up in the morning. Love doesn't bother it. you. You can handle it. I mean, all that. it's, is it super fun every day? No. no. I mean, I, that noise on my, my phone, like when I hear that alarm noise, I like have palpitations, but, um, I don't, I don't mind it. I take a little cat nap in the middle of the day, and it's... I know, I always you, like Sarah, you I joke say, all the time about my naps. <laughs> folks, what, what she, nap. she sleeps every day. What is it, One twenty. I'm up at one twenty. So you go to bed at... What, you don't know what time, but you have to wake up about at About noon. If I get home early, I go... Like, I, I, why not one thirty? Why one twenty? Because my babysitter leaves at one thirty. So, so I have not, to be up and cognizant... <laughs> And I need to know what's going on. I can't stagger down the stairs. One twenty-two, maybe one twenty-four. One twenty is when my alarm goes off. All right, there you go. So she's a napper in the afternoon on this shift. Yes. So you love it. You like being a part of the morning team, although, like I said, there's this distance because we're always here together, and there are some days yeah, I don't even see but you, know you and you're it's, doing murders and yeah, fires and accidents. Yeah, but I do get to get out in the field and meet people, and that's great. And my partner Dave Jones is my photographer. Yep. Phenomenal. Great guy. Yeah, great guy. Brings me a drink every day. Does he? Yeah. Maybe what kind of drink? Pepsi. You okay. know that. Diet, don't, don't play dumb. You no. know he does that. I've told you, yes. All yes, right. He does bring you soda. So this is your life. This is my life. And I hate to bring this up. Will you get old, wrinkly, and die here in Lackawanna County? Oh, I don't know where I'm going to die. Will I get old and wrinkly? <laughs> that process has already started. 
Um, but yeah, I don't know where I'm going to die. No, but uh, will you probably have a long career here, I do you think? I think so. Yeah. I mean, knock on wood. God, I hope they don't play this back in like five years when something terrible oh, yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, uh, that's my plan. But look, a call came in. I'm some yeah. bigwig. Listen, Sarah Vonoski, this is uh, George from uh, ABC in New York. Uh-huh. We're looking for a new reporter, and we're going to pay you $375,000 a year. Would you consider meeting with me this weekend? I'm, my, I guess my counter question is, can I get anything other than a closet-sized apartment for that much money <laughs> in New York City? No, I think my priority, I mean, it's the same with you. We talk about this all the time. Like, our priority is our family. Yeah. That's my that's my priority. That's the decision that I've made. I'm happy here. It's a great station. I'm really lucky. So I'm with you. The difference yeah. is I'm a local ham and egger, and you're not. Yeah. So I have all friends and family here. Yeah. But. Oh, we have friends here, and we're okay. we're grateful to be here. And my kids have friends here, and they're born and raised, so it's all good. Tom Williams just walked by. I thought he'd come Did in he? because it's time for Brown Bag Monday. Brown Bag Monday. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's answer some questions. Let's now, these are from the viewers. Great. And a lot of them have absolutely nothing to do with you, me, or anything. Okay. They just submit these things. We don't preview them. But before we get to them, I just want to, a few came in about you. Sure. Um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> great sing, Sarah. She always looks too serious, yeah. but beautiful. Now, Very why, nice. You, you do have a serious way Very about nice. you. I'll give I you do. that. I do. I cover serious news. Yeah. I'm very often there on like the worst day of someone's life. And so it's not a, it's not a smiling, joking kind of a situation. Yeah, it's I a would say situation. if there was a percentage, wouldn't you say 80% of your stories are very... Yeah, serious. Uh, I don't mean negative. Yeah, serious. No, but they're, they're meant to be serious. Something negative happened to something sure. or someone. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's the kind of thing, morning news, you have to know what's going on. And a lot of the news, unfortunately, is negative. Not all of it. Quite a bit of it. Tom's sending us a sign. What does that say? Eddie Money dead at 70. Oh, Eddie Money died. I just, I thought I got that text. Oh, that's sad. He just came out that he had, uh, I thought, throat cancer oh, last week. Sad. But I thought, it, oh. All right. What a ter- See, speaking of, we are on a bad subject. Right. You talking about reporting and seriousness. Now we hear Eddie Money See, uh, passed away. Yeah. Um, do, are you going to be doing more filling in when the morning crew is off, Mindy and Tom? Uh, I hope I so. We That's, don't know that, right? We don't though? know for sure, but sure. I love Sometimes doing it. Sometimes it's Andy Palumbo. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you believe in Bigfoot? Sure. No, don't say sure. You do? I mean, I think that there's things out there that we don't know about. Uh, do I think that there's a Sasquatch? Probably not. <laughs> I think that there's a Sasquatch. Probably not. I want you to take to the world what you learned in journalism class. Okay. There must be sufficient evidence to prove and facts sure. to support whatever it is you want to pronounce and believe. I've done three separate stories on people who think that they have spotted Sasquatch, one of which had a picture there are of a blurry thing. That's so it. There's know. no evidence. There's people who believe that the earth is flat. You just can't go by people. They're maniacs. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't think Sasquatch exists. I'm not ruling it out, though. Okay. Reach in there, pick out a question, or you want me to do it? Here we go. The first one from the bag. We can do this. We have... I'm nervous about reaching in anywhere I can't see. All right, I got it. Listen to the crinkle. (laughs) She's going to read it now. Crinkle, crinkle, here we go. Here we go. I'll leave them on the table. Okay. Are you an Apple or Droid user, and how current is your phone? Whoa, that's interesting question. So So I'm an Apple user. You are an Apple user. I am. And this is an iPhone. Looking at Sean, what does this look like? That's like an eight, seven, six, ten. Ten. Let's go iPhone ten. So you you never had a droid? You're not a droid person? Never had a droid. Isn't it funny how it's one or the other? Like you can't go years of Apple. For me, it's not a conscious decision, though. I started with Apple. I don't know why. And I just stuck with it. So 
No, but I think once you get one, you're going to be hooked with that forever. Yeah. You can't because yeah, you get used to the system and the maintenance and all that kind of stuff. All right, here's one for you from me. My friend Big Jim wants to know if you would rather eat soup with a spoon mm-hmm. or spaghetti without a fork for the rest of your life. So would you rather eat soup with, oh, I'm sorry. Would you rather eat soup without a spoon okay. for the rest of your life or spaghetti without a fork? So I'm, you have to pick I'm not one. a savage. I'll eat soup without a spoon. You can well, drink you it out of a mug. the bowl, you yeah. mean? Like, is, yeah. Who what, eats spaghetti with sauce so with their hands? So you can't have spaghetti with a fork for the rest of your life. You can just grab it with your hands and shove it in your no. mouth and no one's around? No. What? I'm not a savage. That, so no. you're going with the soup option. Going with the soup. All right. There's a couple more you could pick from Okay, right here we there. go. Not a savage. I think you are. Okay, we might be right. My big, my friend Big Jim wants to know: <laughs> Is this Big Jim again? <laughs> big Jim why right. we just accept artificial watermelon flavor when it tastes nothing like watermelon? <laughs> Excellent point. All right, Excellent now, point. Sean, you have to chime in on this. What they call watermelon flavor—that's in gum, candy, various other things—it never actually tastes like watermelon. I'm, why do I we accept? That? I try to avoid aspartame in general. Well, this is watermelon that's, flavor. But that's what all these things are. It's, but why would they call it watermelon when it never tastes know. like watermelon? Did you ever have a watermelon Jolly Rancher? No. Starburst? Yes. Gum? No, they it don't make watermelon like Starburst. Watermelon. No, no, it doesn't. I get it. But why do we accept that? As a society? I mean, I don't know. That's a bigger issue than me. I don't know. Here we go. Sean has a theory. I'm just saying the two flavors that taste the least like what they're supposed to taste like for me are watermelon but number one is banana banana, banana? we're gonna say you that gonna i say feel banana. the same way not even but banana close. tastes no. a little not banana even, doesn't no it, it no? doesn't it's disgusting it's disgusting i think so yeah i think so it's a personal belief does your husband like the uh, watermelon flavor i don't think so does he love it here or you want to say on the uh on he the... does he likes it here yeah he likes it here very much really does do you think he and i could be buddies or we're not that kind of I don't know where you're going with this. I'm yes, just wondering, yes. is it like... You have similar personalities. I think you'd be friends. If I say, hey, yes. let's go for a hike. Absolutely. Yeah. Just the two of us? That'd be weird. I mean, that would be weird. That's why I don't know where you're going with this. But <laughs> yes, you'd be friends. <laughs> have you ever accidentally cursed on the air? Ooh, dun, no. Dun, thank dun, goodness dun, I have dun, not. Dun. Yeah, that thank could be... Thank goodness I have not. Anything close? I don't think so. No. You get into a whole different mindset for the viewers. You really do. And and I think when you're a parent too. Oh yeah. Your whole I'm very conscious now about the way that I speak and the yeah. things that I there's certain words that are not technically curse words that I just can't that you don't use like you don't I don't say you can't say shut up in front of your kids shut or up. um you know all kinds of different words. I don't think you know I hate to be Mr. I don't know, self-righteous, but I don't think Anyone should ever say shut up to anyone. I agree. That's it's like mean. spouse. It's mean. Brother, sister. It's mean spirited. Yeah. Well, you never say shut up, do you? Unless oh. it's a joke. Yeah. If it's a joke, yes. Yeah, but, but I mean, who would that's ever the say kind of thing up? you just don't say it in front of your kids because you don't want them repeating it. So. Yeah, I hear you. All right. Well, we got two more here, and then we'll end this whole thing. You don't have to read the beginning of this, but uh, it's from Big Jim. Again. <laughs> who is this Big Jim? I don't, I don't know. He's low. Please. Uh, what is this? My friend Big Jim puts. An S on the end of Walmart. Of Walmart. Please tell him he isn't 80 years old yet. Well, I don't okay, know what that so. means, but you should never put an S on the end of Walmart. Like, what would that be? Like, we're going to the Walmarts? Yeah. Like, what? do you hear people do that? I hear people put the word the 
in front of a lot of stores. Right. We're going to the Aldi. We're going to the Wegmans. So you should put S in, at the end of Walmarts. I've heard the Walmarts, but also <laughs> I've heard you have K Mark. K Mark. Oh. Oh. It's a K rather than a T. Okay. We won't have to worry about that much That's longer. Strange. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Where they say weird. the face books. The right? book of face. The, the book of face. Right. The well, Wegmans. Well, speaking of your, um, did you notice a different uh, language undertone when you came here or no? Like, did you pick up on a lot of the, yes, like the Haina or no? The Haina or no. Or up, uh, I've heard else? that. Up you the were, valley. Up, up the, the Ironman. Anything else quirky um, things that we would have that we, we, we're not even aware of that? Um, I think, well, there's, there's an accent. There is a very distinct accent depending on where you're from. Do there's I have regionalisms. You occasionally do. Yeah, I do occasionally do. have it. Yeah. People from Scranton uh, can occasionally have an accent. People in uh, down lower, like Schuylkill County has an accent. There's a, there is, there's a distinct sort of regionalism down there for sure. I think I have one. How about this? How would you, what would you call one of those cylindrical tubes of meat in a bun? You would call it a what? Hot dog. And I say hot dog. Hot dog. Yes. Yeah, I like hear a lot dog. of that kind of thing. Like hot, hot dog. dog. Like a lot of words running together. Okay. And sometimes the long vowel sounds. Well, we're trying to save time. That's why. It's, it's very like, efficient. Yeah. I'm not judging. <laughs> it's just, it's just diff- a little different. Were there pierogies in New Mexico? Were there pierogies in Reading? Of course. So here's the thing. Um, I had probably the most ethnic last name of anybody growing up, but my family is Slovak. And so once Whoa, a year, my this father- This is our union right now. This is it. My father is 100% Slovak. And so once a year, he would make my mother, who is half Italian, half French, cook all this Slovak food, which she wouldn't touch. And we had to quote- <laughs> remember our roots by eating all this stuff. She was like horrified by this day. And my grandfather on my father's side was a coal miner. And so we had a huge chunk of coal in our garden in the front of our house. And um, I, I mean, why missing is not a coal town. People don't understand that. So they would always be like, why do you have that yeah, what? chunk of coal in your front yard? And then I moved here and I saw the gigantic chunk of coal that we put Santa hats on oh, at Christmas yeah, time. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. these are my people. Great. Oh, I lo- so I didn't even realize it. So your dad's family is from Reading. No, they're from um, my grandfather was uh, your father's a, a coal father, mi- My father's father was a coal miner in Schuylkill County. Oh, get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is why you're at heart a good person. Oh, that's kind. You have these humble roots. Sure. Yeah, sure. So he must have been proud because here's the coal miner's son, this big PhD, correct? interviewing Charles Manson with this big university degree. I I don't know. if I mean, I don't know. Well, his sure. father was in a mine in 55 degrees with coal dust all over I, his face. I mean, face. that's an incredibly difficult line of work, though. Yeah. Incredibly difficult line of work, for sure. Yeah. Whoa. Crazy. But it was, um, so that's my connection back to this area, for sure. And people here, this is one of probably the only markets in the country, the only cities in the country, TV markets, where the last name Binovsky is acceptable on the air. If I tried to pull this out in like Atlanta or something oh, like that, people would Oh, you mean they make you shorten like, it or chop it or uh, change it? Oh, no. Sure, there's plenty of markets where bosses will say, can you change your last name? Well, wait, I don't know the answer to this. Is this your maiden name? It is my maiden name. Oh, so you never change it. And that's your dad's name. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I got you. Yeah. So there's the tie-in. Yeah. We've come full circle. Yeah. When, my, when I first got hired here, the news director asked me, would you change your name? And I said, no. And he said, why? And I said, it makes my dad proud. And he got like teary-eyed. And he's like, then don't change it. And it was so great because this is, this is one of those markets where you can have a nine-letter last name that ends in Y and nobody blinks an eye. Yeah. It's great. Well, Sarah, I hate to tell you this, but your father's father and my mother's father may have been in the same coal mine in Pennsylvania Whacking it out 
decades and decades ago. How crazy ago. is that? That's and crazy. here we are put on the earth together at this moment and place and time. It's crazy. Should we end with that big deep breath thought? I think so. Oh, my goodness. Stay tuned for her podcast that's coming up maybe and later this week, next week, whatever. I'm thinking next week. Yeah, I'll next be Thursday. honest with you. I'm not going to listen. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> Through with the parenting stuff. I'll make sure to call you out specifically just, in the podcast. I'm just kidding. Thanks for your time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything. Mr. Curiosity.